Hello, and welcome to the, the Champagne Room Secrets Podcast. What the fuck? I don't know if this is shameful, but if you have a small dick, have a good personality. Filling the champagne. Your wife died here. Have a titty. Not a sex podcast, but it is stripper. You can grind your clit on a guy's hard dick and come. But you've never made someone come in their pants, right? I'm Candy. I'm Jade. Your friendly neighborhood whores here to walk you through the ins and outs of the strip club industry. Uncensored. Hello. How's everything? Hi. I miss you. I miss you too. It's been a week since we last recorded. Exactly. About. Yeah. And I left. When did I leave? You left on? On Friday. Huh? Yes, that's on Friday and we're recording the following Wednesday. We're going to try and keep a tight schedule of recording every week so that there's a little bit more consistency because I know we talked last time about how there's like this almost three month gap between the third and fourth episode. (laughs) There might be some, I don't think that many repeat stuff, but there's a few. I was listening to some of our other, I was listening to like, what did I say? The second podcast today. And there was like a little bit of an overlap, but like. Okay. Whatever. Okay. We'll, we'll do our best going forward. Sorry. My little bunny's hopping around. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Candy's just in a room filled with animals. So that's how she lives. It could be more animals. It's just my two rabbits actually. Oh, Uh, there's how many cats? Three cats? There's, well, there's three cats, but they can't be in here because they just try to like play with the bunnies and bunnies do not like to play. It turns out they are prey Um, animals. (laughs) (laughs) They just Um, get a heart attack. Anyway, today we wanted to do an episode with a little bit more of a topic instead of just recapping what went on um, at the club. And we wanted to focus on auditions and our audition experiences. Again, like this podcast isn't really a how-to, like there's so many resources online instagram youtube that will tell you like how to prepare for an audition like you can even find some basic dance moves um yeah but again this is not like a how to become a stripper podcast so we're just gonna no, this is don't become a stripper <laughs> no okay so <laughs> that's not true i'm kidding <laughs> so before we went on mic i like kind of teased to you uh an up op- an update and and i laughed because i was nervous it's not a good one <laughs> Oh no. And it's not okay. It's it's like a pre it's like a potential update update. Okay. And basically I just wanted to talk about this because I do think it relates to just what decisions go into becoming a dancer, a stripper. And like we've definitely talked about how my mom doesn't know that I dance. Yeah. And that is still the case for now. But I'm going to try this, make this kind of a dumb story a little bit shorter. In 2019, I got into a car accident and it was super lame. Like, no, I didn't get hurt. <laughs> I'm getting sued because the police didn't show up because it was such a dumb car accident that they said it's LA. It's um, the middle of rush hour. We're not going to go there. It's a minor traffic accident, like exchange information. Be on your way. Since then, the other party has been suing me for like hella medical damages even though you know my insurance already said yeah it was my fault it was jade's fault uh we're gonna pay you but she's contesting to get like the maximum amount which is a hundred thousand dollars obviously my insurance doesn't want to pay that even though they're willing to pay some the whole thing is that at the time the car my mom had bought me that car and I was on my mom's car insurance. So a lot of the communication goes to her house. She opens it. It's addressed to her. There's a lot of things. It's me getting sued, but it's her insurance. So she gets to see pretty much everything. And since I've been moving around a lot, it's just easier for her to get all the communications. Two days ago, I had to do a deposition where over Zoom and it's not in front of a judge or anything. It's just for the opposing counsel, but you are sworn in and you do the whole like, I swear to tell the truth, the truth, nothing but the truth or whatever it is. It's like perjury, if you lie. And I knew that that was coming up. And so I had talked to my lawyer and I said, you know, is there like a, can they ask anything? (laughs) Cause I knew they were going to just ask background questions and things like that. And I was like, I don't want to talk about my current job because it's going to be on record. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to try and object to relevance, like try and limit the scope to like what you were doing at the time of the accident, but they can basically ask whatever they want. (sighs) 
So on Monday, I do this deposition and the opposing counsel is like, so lawyer, they're like, what is your current occupation? And I kind of like said, oh, well, I'm an independent contractor. That is the truth. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He goes, but what is your occupation? Okay, I'm an entertainer. What kind of entertainment? And I mean, so not relevant, right? Like this was in 2019. Wait, I I thought somebody was, I thought your lawyer was supposed to so now object to relevance. Well, my lawyer's been a little ditzy. He just had a baby. I don't think he's sleeping very much. Uh, now no, he, no, no, no. He didn't have a baby. His wife had a baby. Okay, calm true. down. And I'm like, honestly, if it's going to affect you, take your parental leave, but that's a different issue in our country. So now he objects and he's like, objection, relevance. Can we try and keep it to the scope of what, the 2019 time of the accident? And the lawyer's like weirded out. And he's like, mm, that's not, that's not how that works like you still have to answer and he's like okay so i'm like he's like what type of entertainment and i'm like not knowing what to, so he says adult at this point i'm thinking well now he thinks i do bored which is, there's nothing wrong with it but like i was like dancer fine we move on and i don't think it's gonna like i know there's this whole stigma around it and it like in front of maybe a jury it would have any difference you know in how people view me but here it doesn't matter it's just that the court recorder is taking transcripts and she's gonna mail them and now i'm like doing damage control trying to like get a hold of my lawyer and be like please make sure they get sent to my new address not my mom's address he's like sure 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 but again has he been super on top of things no <laughs> not just that instance i had like texted him one day he didn't reply to me for days we had a set up a meeting to like talk about the upcoming deposition he wasn't anywhere to be found I had to call his office to like track him down like okay you pr- you probably already thought of this but i just want to say it um is it being addressed to you but going to your mom's address it might be. But all this is to say is like for the next two weeks, I don't know what's going to happen. It's probably going to be fine. It's just you can plan like everything that you do around like the secret and you can be so sure that no one's going to out you. But like you never know what. I think like if you go into dancing and like are trying to be under cover not undercover what's it called yeah you just have to be prepared that it could get out and like even if that's like something you don't want it's just like think about that secret coming out when you get into it because it might even though you do everything right yeah oh that's so stressful i'm so sorry it's so stressful because it's like when in my life it was always you know what if she comes visit me i'll come i'll go and like hide my shoes like you know i made sure that my sister you're so careful there's just like all these things that you can do and it's like some random shit is just gonna out you and and one other sidebar is like other people can do it too like so one of her friends who's a dancer was on hinge and she was talking to this guy she sent this guy a picture like a cute picture of her at the clems club's bathroom but she's not so at the clems club we wear a dress before 10 11 p.m we're covered up so she just looked cute she looks hot or whatever she doesn't look like a dancer and the guy on hinge didn't know that she was a dancer but tell me how <laughs> his guy sends this picture to our bartender at clems club and it's like i guess he maybe recognized recognized the bathroom and said like hey do you know this girl and the bartender said yeah she works at our club i know what i know it's fucked up it's like you can be super concerned and she was she was upset about it uh she likes the guy and he he apologized for being like a little bit stalkerish but the problem is that you can't control what the bartender is gonna do or like even though we literally signed forms about not outing people who work there or even customers like people are just gonna do what they're gonna do and there's it's just like an issue that goes the whole way right like when people are saying what's your real name what's your actual name it's like it's like this lack of understanding that like no like our lives can be ruined by something super minor i i had that conversation last week that group of three guys they just thought, thought it'd be a fun game to guess my name Those three guys that and i I, was, <laughs> I know that you're really obnoxious too and i loved it um and i yeah i left uh what was a fist bump hanging i was like i'm not gonna fist <laughs> no it was a it was a what is it called a high five a high five <laughs> What is this? Um, and they were kind of joking and I was playing around for a few minutes, but then I was like, okay, like, can I be real for a second? I'm like, here's the thing. I could tell you my name. If you're going to guess my name, I first, I'm not going to tell you if you're right. Right. But like, if you guess my name, which has happened before at the club, like people just have said it, like, I'm like, oh, I play a similar game and they do. And then my face like gives it away. I'm like, how do I know you're not going to start calling me that name in front of everybody and now you know the first half of my name and where i work and it's like it's not just like oh you know this thing and like you're gonna like keep quiet about it it's like no people who have like that you're the one old guy the one old guy who would always buy me that pasta that i really like oh yeah (laughs) 
pasta guy pasta man he he was one of them where he like guessed my name he started calling me it right and i'm like please don't do that like this is why we don't tell you our names i mean there's other reasons but it's right. like it's not ugh. it's just yeah so it's kind of like i'm hoping that i can stay doing this a secret for a long time and i think for a lot of us for our safety you know for just the sake of our relationships we have to do it in secret but if you're gonna do it, just consider the possibility that it will come out and people will find out. Why are you staring at like- I think Mabel is eating plastic grass. Hold on. Okay, see. yeah. Make sure the bunny doesn't die. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I, well, we already mentioned I'm an animal person. I have two rabbits, two kitties, and then a kitty that's like not really ours, but we're watching her. Anyways, off, off topic. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of all I'm gonna say about it. Like, it could my life implode in two days, in two weeks? Yes, but we don't know yet. And it's just more like going through a whole cycle of like crisis, 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 and then acceptance. Like if you're going to dance, just even if you don't want it to come out and you're going to do your very best, just consider the possibility that it might get back to someone. And like other kinds of sex work too, to be honest, it's like, it is very hard to be a hundred percent discreet. Right. I mean, especially because it is so salacious that people are like extra sneaky about it, you know? And they're like, they, it's like why that guy like texted that bartender is like, wait, is this like a stripper? Like, right. and it's probably why, you know, when your lawyer objected, he was like, well, what is your job? Like, why won't you say you're an entertainer? Like, why won't you say it? Right. It's like, okay. Okay. Right. And then I said in, in Nevada and they're like probably thinking, okay, it's definitely some type of sex work. Yeah. Which like there should be. Yeah. I mean, the fact that it was like not even relevant also just, I don't know. The whole interaction was very condescending and annoying. Like before we got right. to like what I currently do, he was like, what's your highest level of education? I was like, oh, a master's. It's like, oh, where'd you get your degree from? And I, I told him, he was, oh, wow, congrats. Ew. I was like, where'd you get your degree? Congrats. Congrats on graduating. Like I was just like, where'd you get your receding hairline? <laughs> <laughs> he did have one. Anyway. I know it. I knew it. He sounded like a guy. With he a literally hairline. looked so like typecast to be like evil lawyer in a movie that I was, I mean, I've talked about this with Bug Boy over and over. I probably like, he's so glad he's going awake for a week and won't have any service because I've been talking about it since it happened. Just like, okay, it's fine. I mean, it's going to come out. This is what I'm going to tell my mom. It's going to, and then wait, what if I do, you know what I mean? Like just going over and over. Yeah. It's like, okay, relax. So towards the, to the topic of discussion. <laughs> Should I go first? <laughs> yeah. Why don't we go over our auditions experiences chronologically? I know you did some in, you auditioned in like 20, it was before COVID, right? 2018 is okay. when I started auditioning. Okay. So in 2018 in the city where Jade and I met, I had just gotten out of like a really long relationship and I was like, so and we'd been together like since early college and a little bit afterwards, I think like five and a half years. It's just so fucking crazy. It's <laughs> so long. That's all of your twenties. Oh my God. Half of them. We, yeah, yeah. We, we broke up when I was 25, I think. Okay. And I was kind of like, I've always been interested in stripping. I had done burlesque for a few years now and I'm like, why not? I'm single. I'm dating. I want to like I was kind of, kind of getting this like newfound sexuality. Um, so I went to this kind of this big club in the city, probably the biggest one, I think. The Diamond Club? Uh, yeah, we're going to call it the Diamond Club. It's known as like, I mean, I, I think it's like shitty to be like, oh, nice club. No, it's the swankiest, nice, respectable. So I went there just, well, actually I emailed them. I applied online um, and I just showed up. They sent me a time to come. I came with um, some pleasers, a little bikini, and they had me dance on uh, kind of like a side stage, like not the main pole. It, was the, it wasn't even a pole. It was almost like a go-go box. What time did you show up? Um, Early, maybe around like 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Um, I think, okay. I think so. I want to say it was like sometime between seven and eight. I'm sure they told me like seven and I got there right at seven and I was just like sitting for an hour. <laughs> was it a weekday? Yeah. I, I, it was a weekday. Okay. Was it, was, were there people or they're like, yeah, okay. yeah. There were some people. Okay. It wasn't like, you know, it was like a typical early weekday crowd. There wasn't a pole. Uh, it was like a railing. So I was like dancing on the railing and I was like trying to be sexy. And this guy actually came up 
and like tipped me. Yeah. And I was like, one dollar. <laughs> I'm, I'm a stripper now. Yeah. I don't even think I took off my top. I'm pretty sure I didn't. I just danced for a few minutes. And then I was auditioning with another girl and she was not that good. Poor thing. And so they took us both back and they were like, basically told her no. And then they were like, uh, yeah. What did she good. look like? Was she like super hot? Just not good at moving or... Uh, I want to say she was probably like bigger than I was and she was not good at moving, but you're pretty small. Like you're pretty. Yeah. I'm, I'm petite. So I I don't think she was like plus size. She was like somewhere in between me and that, like size wise. I don't think she was white. Like she seemed really uncomfortable. Like she didn't know what to do. Like she was kind of like laughing and nervously and was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. And they took me back and they were like, okay, like we'll have you back. I think they had me pick out a name. It, everyone was like very like not nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I filled out some paperwork. And I think the woman, I want to say this, the mom, the house mom, she like did like a once around my body, but I was cl- I had my bikini on, but she like walked around me and was like looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay and they're like yeah come back and like i don't know tomorrow two days or whatever and you will start you on day shifts because you're a new dancer um so it's like a way to kind of like train up to like you know nights i was like that you know that works for me and i so i ended up coming back a few days later and i was like ready to go i took the day off my other job which was nannying at the time and you know i kind of planned to work the whole day and like make some money and i show up and they're like okay i was like again early like they opened at 11 i was they're like come at 11 i was there sitting there for like an hour waiting right i had <laughs> i was so nervous i had like a juice with me but i like put like vodka in it at 11 a.m. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, like I, you know, I I wouldn't do that now, but it was like my first club ever. I was like 25, whatever. I finally get in talk to the manager and he's like, okay. He's like super rude. And he's like, okay, well, you haven't danced before. I'm like, no, but I've done, you know, burlesque for a while. And, you know, I, I like talking to people. I, I know what the job is. He's like, well, you're gonna have to work like four or five full days a week, day shifts. I'm like, okay, but I have like another job. He's like, what's your other job? And I'm like, I, I work at a school and I also nanny. I work part-time. And he was like, well, like you're not gonna make any money. He's like, if I put you out today, you're not gonna make any money. I'm like, bitch, right. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not gonna make any money. I'm hot. <laughs> at the time, remind me that you were an employee. They let me choose. Okay. So when I signed the paperwork, they were like, do you want to be, do you want to get paid hourly or do you want, you know, not guaranteed pay, but get all the money. I'm like, obviously that one. Okay. So you're an independent contractor. Yeah. Okay. And but what I, do they care if you don't make any money? No, it was like, so he was just so rude and so annoyed. And I probably should have been like more of a bitch about it. And like, no, I'm here. I'm going to work. But I was like, okay, but like I took off work to be here. And he was like, we were not going to make any money. Basically he was saying, because I couldn't commit to that schedule four to five days, I'm not going to learn how to be a stripper well enough. And I'm not going to make any money. Okay. And he was like, I don't want to put you on the floor because it's like not even worth it. If you can't work four or five days a week. Got it. Okay. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I didn't say that. What was up his butthole? It was so weird. And like, I'm cute. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. They turned me. I was like, showed up hair, makeup. I look super cute. I had like little, my, my little outfits. I literally planned like, this is my first shift as a stripper. They made me go home. And I was like, you know what? Fuck these people. <laughs> Yeah, it's also there is uh, I'm not going to say it's easy or anything, but there is sort of this like new girl luck thing that happens because like I think a lot of customers see someone who's like, what is it? Bushy eyed, bushy tailed, bright eyed, bushy <laughs> bushy eyed. <laughs> what is it? Bright eyed and bushy tailed. Bright eyed, bushy tailed. And like <laughs> you spend way too much time with customers because you're like, you know what I mean? Because you're not like as savvy. You're not asking for money right away. And like some guys like really gravitate towards that and then like give you some money. Yeah. Like I've definitely. My first. Seen, yeah. Because you're so like, oh my God, everything's so great. I get to cosplay as a hot girl. Like there is a charm for the first few days where like, and when you make like, I mean, I remember the, the first shift or something I made like. I think like $200 and I was like, I'm rich. You know, I was like so grateful. So there is something that you like radiate when you're new. Like the fact that you could yeah. even go out and do that. You know what I mean? It's just super annoying. Right. I was very, cause it, I don't know. I just felt like an idiot, right? Like I showed yeah. up with everything. I filled all the paperwork Yeah. and then they just turned me down and I was like, 
that bucket, it just felt so shitty. I felt so stupid. Like the thing about it, this is like kind of all, at least my experience in like five clubs we've tried. Fucking the management just loves to talk down to you. Like even if they're cool, sometimes it's like they just love any chance they can to make you feel like less than and not that you're fucking running their whole place and making all their money for them. Right, that they would just be like an empty bar with a stripper pole in the middle without us, but- but we're right. the dummy. So they just, right, exactly. And they just get away with it because that, unfortunately, at this point is the status quo. It but goes hey, from, from like super rude and condescending to just paternalistic in a way that can be nice. Like they can be nice, but it's still paternalistic. It's still a little belittling. Well, right. I definitely want to talk about the Clems Club one because I feel like that's the attitude there where it's like, they're nice, but they're still treating you like you're dumb. Right. That is a, the politically correct term is you're a dummy. (laughs) (laughs) So I was pretty disappointed and I met somebody who was a dancer at the Sparrow, I think at a burlesque show or something like maybe they were in the show. They were friends with somebody. Honestly, it's really hard to remember. And she was like, oh, I dance at the Sparrow. And I'm like, you know, I tried to get into Diamond Club. I like shut up for my first shift and it was just like not a great experience. And then she was like, well, why don't you come audition at the Sparrow? And I was like, well, I like the Sparrow. I had been there before. So she hooked me up with an audition, I guess, or she had told them I was coming. And she's like, oh, I have a friend coming in. So again, I brought, you know, cute little outfit, pleasers. I show up. I met the house mom um, who was not the house mom that we had. And I was like in the locker room, like changing. And I was like in the way it was like so awkward. (laughs) And now like dancing there for a while, like, you know, two years later, I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. it's always like awkward. If people come and get to audition, like not, not for me, but like for the people auditioning, I just feel bad. You know, I I don't think I gave them, I did not give them any music. I was like, or maybe I, oh, you know what? He's like, what do you want to do? It's It wasn't the DJ that we, I don't, I didn't recognize the DJ. At least I don't remember. And I'm like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe did I say like Nicki Minaj or something like stuff that I knew. And he like kind of laughed at me. He's like, whatever. And I'm like, Ah, again, any, any chance that they get, they want to make you feel like shit, (laughs) just getting the job, you know, like before you're even getting paid. And I, uh, I had made friends with a few people, uh, in the locker room, a few dancers. And so I went on, I don't think I had ever been on a pole before. So I was doing like floor work. I probably was dancing way too fast, but I was like smiling, having a good time. I took my top off of the second song, or maybe I was a little early because it was hard for me to like hear the music, but some of the girls were tipping me. They were, they were sitting in the front row and they were like cheering me on and tipping me. And these are dancers, not customers. I think they were customers. I don't remember, but it was so sweet. I was like, oh, and you know, I got me like $20 or something (laughs) and I get off and I don't remember. I talked to maybe the house mom and she was like, oh, we're not hiring right now. Thanks for auditioning me even. Right. Not, not even hiring. like, oh, like, I mean, I don't know. Are they going to tell you that you're not? Yeah, that's usually code for right. no, thank you. But I would just really appreciate them. It's it's a lot. Like, honestly, like I have applied to so many fucking jobs in my life that are not stripper <laughs> jobs. <laughs> and it's the same thing. Like you get ghosted way more than you do in dating. And it's like, or just like not real feedback you just get like oh no thank you and it's like oh we're not hiring right now it's like really because you just took the time to audition me so it seems like you are hiring you're just not hiring me yeah so you know I got dressed walking back to my car and I'm like you know what maybe this job isn't for me (laughs) I was like this like sucks I feel like you know I I you know I'm rough around the edges but like I'm super willing to learn I know I'm cute. I feel like I've been super friendly and professional and I just keep getting turned down and I'm just like, this fucking sucks. Whatever. Fuck these people. I maybe was going to try a different club. But I was just kind of like turned off by the whole thing. Got I was it. just really discouraged. I'm like, damn, no one fucking told me it'd be this hard to get a job as a stripper. What the fuck? Well, that's the funny thing to me is that the joke is always like, oh, if this doesn't work out, I'll just become a stripper, right? Like it, I don't know if this, that was a joke amongst your friends, but oh, like, definitely. I was doing a PhD and like the joke was like, I had one friend in particular who is not really a friend, but like, whatever. <laughs> she was very like, ugh, like this dissertation, da da da, I'll just become a stripper. And it's like, turns out it's kind of harder to be a stripper than a doctor. Not a real, not a, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> a doctor of sociology, it seems right. like. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, I don't know. I got accepted to like all the schools I applied to um, for my PhD, but the first two clubs I auditioned at, I got rejected. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. But anyway, okay. And then you just took a hiatus for yeah, a couple years. I just kept doing burlesque. I did, I think at some point, I think before the pandemic, I started doing um some camming light type of stuff. So it's like kind of dipping my toes into sex work a little bit because I had got fired from my job, like literally January 4th, 2020. <laughs> How fun. Yeah. Uh, so I started kind of like dabbling, but I didn't really think I would be going back and trying again. Uh, so yeah, that chronologically leads to your audition. Right. Okay. We went through this. We went over this, not through this. I guess I, guess I went through it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, we went over this in the first episode, like your hashtag yes. journeys into dancing. So as I had mentioned, I had moved to a big West Coast city, the one that Kenny yeah. and I <laughs> met in. And I had moved there for a job that within four months I had been fired from. And even though I had just like, you know, gotten a lease for at least a year in like this very expensive city and I was applying to jobs none of them like spoke to me and like I said before like I had a stripper pole in my room or an ex-pole whatever you want to call it it's a stripper pole and I was really good at it so I was like okay I'll just like I'm really good on the pole so she's really good she's not just saying that she's really good on the pole (laughs) no no like I'm not gonna say I'm the best but I'm really good sometimes I'll be with people like at the club we'll just be watching you I'm like isn't she so good they're like yeah I'm like as hard as that looks it's even harder to do so go give her money right now (laughs) and so I was like cool I'll just show up dance they'll be like amazing like I said even better than JLo <laughs> on Hustlers sorry JLo but so I show up to as well I think I did we did the same research you know the Diamond Club is the best club it's like the nicest looking one it's it kind of seems to attract a like higher socioeconomic clientele and also the location is in the middle of a lot of office buildings so Funnily enough, my sister had been to that club um, <laughs> with coworkers for lunch. Nice. And like, yeah, <laughs> anyway, super random. And she was like, oh yeah, the girls were really nice. And I'm like, yeah, what do you, what do you think? Yeah. Like, they're going to spit <laughs> in your face. Anyway, um, so I show up and I did the same thing. I emailed them, found out a time. So I went in, like you said, they, they told me like, come in at uh, six on a Monday. So I show up at six on a Monday. We're nerds. I'm sitting there for like, we are nerds. And I was sitting there for at least an hour and a half straight up oh my god and, okay that's longer than I was yeah. sitting there and it's super awkward because like you're not a lot of the girls came over and talked to me and like I talked to them and they're like you're so cute like of course you're gonna get in like da 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 and I'm asking them questions oh I had actually gone with a friend a few weeks before just to see what was up like I had I was like feeling very like I I don't know if I can do this so I went with a friend saw them dancing on the pole no offense I was like <laughs> okay <laughs> I went in like a Wednesday so maybe oh wait, like- wait 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 rewind so you went to a club but you didn't know about giving lap dances well no because they weren't doing any floor dances oh and so I so went you- with a I went with a girlfriend uh, like a female yeah. friend and we I took it enough cash so that we could tip every girl ten dollars or so yeah and it was pretty slow I was just focused on the stage I was like let me see how they interact with the customers what they do on the pole, what they're wearing, what type of music. I was just gathering information, not really realizing, well, there weren't any floor dances as far as I could tell. And you saw nobody like going upstairs or going in the back and you're like, oh, I wonder where they're going. Listen, I'm an idiot. Okay. I was just so focused on the stage because that's, I was like, that's it. And I did see them walking around and talking to people. And I knew that like, you should tip them for talking. So like this one girl showed up and, and told me something like some things about the club. And she, she was saying, you know, wear your hair down. They have a type of look and like, it's not very alternative. So it's like, wear your hair down, like wear makeup, but nothing too crazy, you know, kind of like giving me some pointers on the type of look that the manager's like and you know if you show up this day as a nice manager yada yada so then I came back like I said waited for a really long time finally I get this really nice manager he seems very chatty very charismatic and he's like oh da 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 but I think I changed clothes before they even I was just waiting for so long and I was like let me just put on the bikini on the inside of my clothes so I can like be ready and it was like this 
awful gold bikini I got from Amazon. Oh no. <laughs> it's so ugly. Anyway, anyway, he brings me to the back and is like, okay, I'm just gonna, she asked me a few questions. Like, have you ever worked at a club? And I said, no, but I've been dancing for like over two years now. I'm really good on the pole, blah, blah, blah. And then he just talks at me for like an hour. And he's saying like, I'm so pretty and you know, I would do so well. And once COVID ends, they're gonna have the day shifts. And so I can start there. He doesn't even audition me. He doesn't let me go on the pole at all. And it's just like a huge waste of time. And then just sends me on my way after talking at me for an hour saying like, you're really cute, but you've never done it. So we're not gonna let you. He's like, go audition at Flucy's and the Sparrow, work there for a few months and then come back, right? And so I was like, okay. I'll do that. So after that, I mean, definitely discouraging, but I was like, okay, I'll just do like three months at one of those two and then come back. So I went to Flucy's and it was really awkward because like it was uh, it was during COVID. So I had to keep my mask on during the dance. Oh, <laughs> was, really? Yeah. So like you said, they made me go change in the bathroom, not the locker room, <laughs> come out and then like audition on a pole that was set up like to the side, a smaller pole, not the main pole, even though there was literally no one in the club. And it's just some guy standing there looking at me with arms crossed and then I'm just like dancing for him <laughs> and I'm like am I making eye contact and it was like a full two songs it was really long and it's also like you said it's a little bit of a go-go box thing so like there's not a lot of room so I'm like doing pretty cool tricks as as much as I can and then after that he's like great fill out this application we'll call you back no one called me back I was like okay I guess I got ghosted so then I tried the sparrow and I was thinking this is it like if it's it's the third one and then that's it I'm not gonna there's like a fully nude club that was another option but I honestly I don't know if we've talked about this I like dancing on the pole I want to do tricks I feel like fully nude that's not the vibe or maybe it is but it's not even about being prudish about showing my vagina or anything like that is I don't want to do floor work and like cool pull trays and just like do that naked yeah <laughs> Does that make sense? yeah it feels like, uh, honestly so I've been to a nude club it was a while ago yeah. I don't remember seeing pole tricks there was a pole like the poses that your body gets into it's like you can see their insides I'm like what's hot about that I'm not like not, I'm not like body shaming you know people with vaginas I have one <laughs> but it's like I don't know to me like a cute little g-string it's like so much more sensual and like because you're like hiding some of it right like you're not yeah. getting all like you, you want to see what's under that but you're not gonna get it and like doing a spread eagle like lips out you're like great you can you can see my cervix like <laughs> that's not cute uh yeah I mean I'm very straight so for me, there is no appeal. I can see why some men might like it and why some women are comfortable doing it. But for me, just because like, I want to do crazy splits on the floor and on the pole. And I don't want to do that with like, honestly, no. it's just fucking sanitary. I'm very, no. infections. I don't want to do it. Um, yeah. I know that like what I might be open to is there's certain clubs where it's like you can do fully nude back dances but there's, there's no touching. That's kind of fun. I, I would be down for that. I would. Except like, I don't know what the guys are getting out of it. It's like, uh, you can see into my butthole, but you can't touch me at all. Like, what? <laughs> okay, sure. You know, fr- from my understanding, some people I follow on YouTube who, who do fully new dances, like they still try, right? So yeah. You're still right. having to like swat them away constantly. <laughs> and particularly in California, or I believe it's all of California, the fully nude clubs are dry clubs, meaning, or juice bars. There is no alcohol. Yeah. So they're 18 plus, which means a lot of the girls are 18. And a lot of the guys who go, go in there are 18. And let me tell you, high school no. graduates are just not rolling in dough, usually. Like, this is not, not it. They and have it, like $20 from washing their dad's car or something. And, you know, I don't right, want to take like, that from them. It's kind of like, oh my God, this is like a group of guys. We we don't, we can't go into a bar. So let's just go look at naked ladies. You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. that's a, whatever. Anyway, I go to, now the, the details are fussy, but I go to the Sparrow. No, I had applied online. The manager, the actual manager calls the me one, on the phone. The one that we know. Yeah. Yeah. Like the main guy. He calls me on the phone and he's like, yeah, we'd love to have you, you know, super friendly. He's like, come in at 730 and <laughs> I'll, I'll audition you. I'll watch you dance. It'll be awesome. Great. So I go 730. Exactly. I have to wait. It's a Thursday. So I'm like, it's not super empty, but the girls are dancing. And I'm just like watching this girl dance for like an hour and a half because obviously the manager was super, super late. And everyone's yeah. like, are you waiting for someone? Like what's going like kind of like is super awkward. 
to the point where I, um, this particular club is set up so that you, there's like an area in the bar where you can be not near the pool, like not watching the stage. So I just yeah, go yeah, to yeah. the other side of the bar. So I'm like, cause I just feel super awkward, like staring at these girls dancing. So I didn't bring any money. I was like, not, you know what I mean? I was just like there yeah. to audition. Finally, he shows up and he's like, okay, like, let's watch you. Um, what are you going to dance to? And I said like, Oh, like how about some rock? I was thinking, you know, like Marilyn Manson, the DJ, it's also his first time. So after that, he always is like trying to bond with me. Like, Oh, I auditioned my baby. Like, so I say, oh, yeah, yeah, like play me some rock, play me some Marilyn Manson. This is before I knew how fucked up he was. Sorry guys. <laughs> A lot of people liked Marilyn Manson. And instead he plays me like really hardcore, like ACDC. Like I know I like some ACD songs, like Night Night Prowler is one of my favorite songs to dance to, but it was just something super upbeat and crazy. So I, of course I like, I'm doing trick, trick, trick. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm like dying. And then after I'm, I finished the manager's like, Oh, like, are you sure you never danced before? You have like a really good smile on stage. And I was like, well, you know, I did ballet for all these many years. He's like, okay, we just need to work on your musicality. Cause I was just Ew, not, on, I was I not know, on like, beat. What I was the not fuck on does beat. he know? <laughs> I know I was not on beat. And then he, yeah, he, he was like, come back on a Sunday and that'll be your first shift. And then he took me downstairs and talked at me again for like a long time and was like, do basically giving me like a, do you have what it takes speech? He's like, you know, there's going to be like these, these lap dances are very high contact. Like it's not all just about fun and rainbows. It's going to be very high contact. And I'm like, sure. And then he also gave me this. Oh, I think now I'm forgetting which, when it happened. I think this was, be, yeah, this was that night before I even started like my shift or whatever. But he was like, gave me a speech on why I shouldn't ask for tips. What? Yeah. After dances. Oh. Yeah. He was oh. like, How would you feel if you go to a restaurant and then they ask you for a tip? And I was like, so for, for the longest time, I was not asking for tips. After Okay. My mouth is so open right now. You've never told me that. Yeah. It was like, that is crazy. I know he was like, they're going to be super high contact. And then also obviously gave me the spiel about how now that we're employees, we cost the club money. We cost them money, even though that's literally what having an employee is, but whatever. Oh my God. So the first $150 of your dances are going to go to the club because that's what you're costing us, right? Mind you, if you like multiply seven, because that's how long our shift was times the minimum wage, it's less than that. Um, right. But we're also having administrative costs and we're costing them because they're giving us insurance and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is literally just the cost of running a business, but whatever. Right. So yeah, for the first few months, I was literally not asking for tips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, that like blows my mind that he actually because I can see them like not mentioning that she like I knew to right. do that because I did research but like yeah. the fact that he told you no he not- actively told me not to and it's like why like because then they're gonna have less money to spend on dances or something like it's that, like honestly yeah and because they weren't taking like uh at this club they only take the cut from our vip dances like they don't know how much money we make on stage or tips right so, so they it's literally kind of like care. all the money that has that is in that guy's wallet should go to the club and if you ask for a tip it's not going to go to the club is is right. that the reasoning i don't know but uh I there's also like, a sign in the club that says tipping is not mandatory by the fuck main that. stage fuck that Oh, oh my God. I'm so bad. I'm like, we haven't worked there. Well, I've worked there in a while and I'm like, just getting like re mad. I know. I was literally like, I'm going to be in, uh, in this city soon. And I was just like, I wonder if I just want to go in and like, see, do you want to go, <laughs> do you want to go in there and just like pee on the floor? <laughs> yeah. we. Can, so I'm going there cause we're going to a show and then we can go after and just like, <gasps> no, but Again, I kinda, like, okay, but I kind of want to go. Okay, I don't mean like go and pee on the floor, although let's see how drunk we get. I mean, but... I, part of me wants to go, but then it's like, okay, I mean, definitely we'd have to tip the dancer because otherwise it was just ogling. Did we decide it was ogling? Ogling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. No, no. If we want to go, I have friends that I will ask to come with us and they can bankroll our visit. <laughs> okay, I like this. <laughs> so, why don't you go? We're we're running a little bit long on time, and I do want to talk about the other clubs because like those we did together. Yeah. Um, so why don't you talk super quickly about your 
audition at Sparrow and then we can move on to the yeah my audition it was I think I did talk about this a little bit in our first episode so yeah I, I won't linger but basically I went to the club Jada's performing this other dancer is performing the this guy who was in our group was like I want to buy you a lap dance and I was like okay I like these two girls I like Jade and this other girl <laughs> and so he ended up buying me a dance with the other girl and we're chatting I'm like why'd you bring less I've always wanted to be a dancer she was like well do you want to come work here and I was like I think I might be too old. She's like, what would you like 22? I'm like, <laughs> sweet baby angel child. No, <laughs> I was, I was 28 at that point. Um, and so basically she hooked me up. She like followed up. Very me up <laughs> I, I want to be a stripper. Ugh, I was My to voice. It didn't, it didn't work. <laughs> um, and basically hooked me up with the, uh, the, the same manager. We talked on the phone. I came in, I sat, I was already just like sitting at the uh, table and he wanted to start uh, or sitting at the bar. I did have to wait like half hour for him to show up. And he's like, oh, you know, you do burlesque. I was like, yeah, I know this other dancer who works here. Uh, I've danced here before. I've done burlesque shows here. I auditioned a few years ago. And he was like, oh, we're like thinking about starting a burlesque show. He's like, okay, well, you're hired. Um, When do you want to start? (laughs) I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? The fact that like when I was like younger and like even more eager, I couldn't get hired. And then I just like walked in they're like, oh, you're hired. But Uh, I think think he likes that dancer that vouched for you. Right. And he also liked the the dancer that I knew. So he knew like two people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I started a few days later and I met Jade and then our friendship blossomed from there. Yes. And then, so we decided to take a trip in October to try a couple clubs in the city I currently live in. Mm. Um, we're not going to talk about one because it was such a dud. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was rough. It was, it was kind like, of like a haunted house. <laughs> well, okay. Randomly. I just, this, I remember this, it was in October the day that we were dancing, it was very empty, but there was also a zombie crawl going on in the city, which is why the people in there were fucking scary. Cause like someone walked in with an open gash on his neck and I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> this person is just openly bleeding. Obviously. I don't know. Anyway, we didn't even audition that time. We just showed up, said, Hey, we danced at a few clubs here, here and there. And they just yeah. gave a perform. And then we, we they were out. honestly, they were really nice. I felt bad to leave. Yeah. But woman was nice. Yeah. Gotta look out for number one. I know. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, the zombies, there was like haunted house decorations everywhere. It was <laughs> oh, very dark. Yeah, yeah. There was black light. I was like glowing. My hair was like glowing. The candy green. looks fucking insane. Her, <laughs> her, her teeth are very white. So they were like bright purple <laughs> and she had a tan on. She looked very orange. <laughs> I look like a Oompa Loompa. <laughs> You did. I literally was talking to a guy. I look over and you're glowing, (laughs) like a nuke, like a nuclear radiating thing. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I can't find candy. I'm like, "Bitch, I'm right here." I was was like, "We gotta get." I don't. We stayed till like eleven, and we danced from like I don't. We danced like three or four hours. We're like, "We gotta go." Not even. We danced on stage once. I did yeah. a lap dance maybe. And then we dipped. Yeah. And we yeah. literally, <laughs> and then like, oh, the- bye, we have to go. Yeah. We're like, oh, we're meeting our friends. Something, something. Bye. Yeah. So, okay. We wanted to name this club that we went to. It's sort of newer on the newer side or actually not super new, but it changes uh, owners a lot. Yeah. So uh, we're going to call it Bada Bing because I love the Sopranos. Bada Bing. <laughs> Bada Bing. And that's the name of the circle there. <laughs> Even though it looks nothing like that, to be honest. It's like, it's pretty swanky. There's like two floors. It's very close to like the Diamond Club, kind of. If not nicer, honestly. Oh, uh, not, yeah. Way, way, yeah. way nicer. But just like the same like grandeur, like. Yes. Big. And I will say so, something we haven't talked about is licenses. So, in California, because you are just an employee, they didn't really ask for any licenses. But in this other state that we're in, um, you have to go get your licenses and all these things. It, depending on the county, it can be you you audition, get accepted, then you go get a license, or you get a license, then you can audition. Whatever, whatever. At Bada Bing, honestly, they were pretty nice. Um, we came yeah. in and the audition was just, okay, go on this stage, take your top off within the first 10 seconds and then get <laughs> off the stage. Take your top off. It was literally like, 
it was like, okay, so I just went on, did a little twirl, got on the pole, did a layback and then took off my top. And the guy just stopped looking because it was like, cool. That was it. I like, they're just like, I love when strip club management are just like watching people and they just like, their arms are crossed and they're just like really investigating what's going on. I don't know if they're trying to be really professional or what, but they just look judgy. And then immediately he just turned away. He was like, okay, that's good. She took off her bra. I guess she has the qualifications to be a stripper, which is unclasping a bra. And two boobs. What if you had three boobs? That'd be a look. Oh, there's that burlesque dancer that like, yeah, big boob that I think is really cool. Yeah. 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 Um, She's awesome. But anyway, so is there anything more to add? Like it was literally that we um, you had DM'd the Instagram to get yeah. a good time for us to show up. We right. showed up on a Thursday. I, I believe it was a Thursday. Yeah. And, and I think we were ready to work. We did paperwork and then work that night. Yeah. Which is like it, how things should happen. Right. It, w- it was super easy. I feel like they took us through the paperwork like relatively quickly. The DJ was really nice. Uh, I didn't really interact with the house mom that much. I never, I don't have any, we only worked like what, three shifts there? Four shifts there? Three shifts? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Oh, then we tried another time, but they said we had to re-audition. Um, and I did like one 15 minute room. I think I didn't ever go to the backpack. And, uh, after that, so we didn't make enough money to really guarantee going out of state. No, like we had spent money on Airbnb food, gas to the point where like, we just didn't make that. We'd made more money than the sparrow, but that's like kind of not that hard. Right. 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 So we kind of didn't travel back to that city for a few months and then we from word of mouth like we kind of heard that clumps club is like the place to be so we came back that one was a little frustrating okay so we just showed up it was a thursday i believe as well yeah it was a thursday and we came in in like a cute dress like a going out dress um and then they took our pictures at the front sent it to the manager who then decided (laughs) we were worth coming to check out in person (laughs) He didn't want to make the walk across the club. Exactly. Once, once <laughs> he saw our of- pictures, which were like, the, the angle was just fucking horrible. I looked like such a dumb oh, yeah. whatever. But like, and we it- don't look like we weren't uggos, you know, that they were trying to make sure we weren't like trolls under the bridge. I've seen some trolls under the bridge working. No, <laughs> anyway, so he comes out and he's like, at first I thought he was hot, to be honest. Ah, uh, yes. Agree. You and I were both like, ooh. He looks like a more, <laughs> like, he looks like store brand g a little bit. Um, yeah. But he, he came out like very serious. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, like, come, we're going to take you to the back. And um, he sat us down. He asked us like, you know, how serious we were about working there a lot and we were just like he's like well it's super bowl weekend so you know we get a lot of travelers but we only want to hire people who like dance here a lot and we were like sure sure yeah Yeah, sure sure sure." and this is a family business you know yada yada it was this feel that lasted so long he said he would hire us and this is what i'm talking about when it was a nice guy but still paternalistic because he started to tell us how to do our job like we told them like our experience. We kind of fubbed it. We're like, oh yeah, we were dancing for over a year and blah, 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 blah. And he was like, here are the rules. And he explained um, that at the club, you couldn't approach any customer until their drink order had been taken, which would be signaled by a napkin being put down in front of them. And he was like, <laughs> look, let me show you. And then Candy and I just look at each other and he stands up goes to the bar, grabs a napkin, puts it down on the table. He's like, exactly like that. And it's like, did you really have to demonstrate the Wait, putting can, down? I, I'm sorry, can you do it again? I missed it. Uh, Wait, like, do you put like, it to the front or to the side? And then eventually he said, okay, we're going to hire you. They took us to the back. They, we didn't do a not, uh, an, like a dance audition, but mm-hmm. we did do a body, a, what is it? Uh, a body check. A body check. I was going to say body check. <laughs> Where we just had to both stand there with underwear and our tops off. So. Just underwear. Just, just a, just yeah, a thong. Just, just a thong while they just like look, walked around our bodies and looked at us to quote, unquote, make sure we don't have any inappropriate gang tattoos, gang tattoos or whatever. I'm like, it nope. was weird. They even asked me to like, I have long hair. So they asked me to like lift off my hair just to make sure there was like nothing on my back. Um, yeah, it was that pretty was, dehumanizing. It just, I, okay. So I 
have some body it, like dysmorphia it, a history of like disordered eating eating disorders actually like full on and like I like to wear certain clothes that kind of like hide my belly part and so just to be like no you're just in the thong which I know a lot of girls dance like that but just that's just not my style and I was yeah. like oh, I can't even wear like the little garter belts or like the tights that I like to wear that kind of like compress and I was just like oh my god if they say no I'm probably gonna go kill myself <laughs> I'm kidding no I would never <laughs> but like it, it, it just felt like very okay if we say no to this it's like it's because we hate your body right right because they didn't see us dance it was like purely just based well I mean they knew of the clubs we had danced at so it's like yes they, be- they believed us um, which when we mentioned the other club we had danced at at the bada bing when we mentioned that we danced at this barrow there was like a laugh from one of the staff and they're like oh yeah this one girl try to like take money from me or she was gonna say that I was like raping remember it was like a crazy yeah. story and everyone wait was, like, I thought Ooh. oh wait I thought that was uh oh that was bada bing yeah but yeah and so they said yeah to her bodies and then they let us they made us come back the next day to work because they have we were like so ready like we had all of our shit with us and they're like all right great and the whole process took like two hours so at that point we couldn't even go to the bada bing to work because it was like too late but we did go to the bada bing and spend like 400 500 dollars we spent so much we spent so much money that's what money is for is to be spent but honestly we had so much fucking fun like we were throwing so much money the dancers we got like a table so i think our like minimum was like 200 we had to buy we were buying guys we bought so many yeah we we drank so many drinks with some some of them free which i kind of feel bad taking away from the girls and then i also did like some like wag cocaine (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i forgot you went outside and did that yeah and like, so just the next day, our first day at Clems Club, I just felt like shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we did fine. <laughs> anyway, fine enough that we kept coming back. Um, yeah. And uh, you've heard some stories from there now. So that's kind of how, I guess those are all of our audition stories, right? That is, yeah, that is all of our audition stories. I want to say we, the Gmail, crsecretspod at gmail.com. Send us your crazy audition stories we want to hear oh, them oh my gosh yeah. please and if but like really- but like strip club audition or yeah. uh, uh maybe like a sex work audition but like ideally like oh yeah if there's some sort of like like a porn audition a dungeon or something yeah a porn <laughs> audition oh my god i want to know what that's like so yeah so send us question comments stories if they're super juicy you want to read them crsecretspod at gmail.com Mm-hmm. Follow us at CR Secrets Pod on Instagram. Again, that is yes. CR Secrets Pod. <laughs> I'm honestly just saying it for myself because whenever I listen to other people say their podcast, I'm like, what? what and we'll say? try and put them on the description of the podcast as well. Yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, this was this was fun. Yeah. <laughs> This was good. It's like a little like re-traumatizing, but you know what? Uh, I have fair I have therapy tomorrow, so it's all a lot good. of hidden memories coming or like repressed memories being <laughs> unrepressed. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just gonna go play with my cats and yeah, uh, go go to Trader Joe's. I think. Oh my god, I went to Trader Joe's. <laughs> I an know. Hour ago. I, I texted. I was like, oh, I almost went at the same time, but I had to get something else done. We um, love Joe's. We love. We Trader love. Joe's. We love DJs. If Trader Joe's wants to sponsor this podcast, guess oh what? Clutch. Uh, <laughs> and it's almost fall. So we're about to get all those pumpkin items. Oh, can I tell you? I already got the pumpkin cream cheese and the pumpkin bagels. Literally, it's Stop. September 1st. No, August 31st. August <laughs> I'm no, no, I, I I'm gonna milk this as much Ooh. as I can. Milk pumpkin, it. pumpkin, pumpkin. Okay. Pumpkin, 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 pumpkin. <laughs> All right. right. Rate, review, subscribe. Leave nice reviews. Only nice nice ones. We love you. We miss you. And we'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye. We miss you.